Welcome to the We RTR podcast, a podcast about everything Traveler's Rest, with your host Lacey Keegley and Brandon Timms. Enjoy! Did you ask Santa for that Red Rider BB gun only to be told that you'll shoot your eye out, kid? Well, 144.1 Firearms Training has got you covered. They have CWP classes, firearm training classes, and firearm sales. If you're looking to get a CWP for safety, they got you covered. If you need firearm training for beginners, they got you covered. And they also have firearm sales once you get that completed. So give 144.1 Firearms Training a call and get that special gift for Christmas or get you set up with a class. Hey guys, and welcome to the We RTR podcast. I'm Brandon, along with Lacey. Lacey, how's your week been? It's been a long week. I've had car troubles, and that always gets me down. Oh, that's never good. Yeah, batteries dying in cars that won't start and ticking noises. Yeah, so I'm starting with a downer. I'm sorry. It's yeah. been a fine week. <laughs> <laughs> At least the weather's cooling down. That's so nice. That's, that that's nice. true. All right, so today we're here at Hill Folks Design with Tom and Lisa, or not just Liz, right? Just Liz. Okay. See, I told I you. Known to I go told by you. Lisa. I was messing up. <laughs> you will I told now. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, why don't y'all introduce yourselves and tell, tell us a little bit about what y'all do? My name is Liz Rose, Liz. and I am a 2D artist. In other words, I do um, collage. And oh, cool. I also have been making teas, herbal teas recently, mostly from things I grow in my yard. Hmm. And um, so that's my contribution to help folks. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tom Mann. I do, uh, I do blacksmithing and, and leather work, make uh, knives and, and a variety of other things. Yeah, and yeah. when you say you yes. make knives, like what does that mean? I built, built a forge uh, a couple of years ago and... Um, I've been 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 learning the metallurgy how how to get the uh, the heat treat that I want to uh, you know make 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 a knife perform the way I want and then uh, once I got that squared away it's been it's been a matter of aesthetics since getting a knife to look the way I want. Yeah, are we so we're not talking just pocket knives? You're talking like um like a kind of knife that goes in a sheet. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, kitchen knives and also uh, you know field knives for for camping use or or for hunting. So does a non-sharp knife make you crazy? It does. <laughs> They're beautiful. And yeah, got a, what is that, a meat cleaver, I guess? Yeah, yes, that's what I need in life. I need, actually, I have, I am notorious. This is, has heft. This is really I like, nice. I like the weight on this. It's very yeah. Light. It feels good in your hand. Yeah. Well, I need yeah. to, I love this. And this is, you would just use this in your kitchen. This one just looks like a it's cleaver kind of, yeah. And the neat thing about the cleavers is they're all made from uh, reclaimed leaf springs. So those, that's an old truck spring. What? In, in fact, this little detail here—that was—that was where that center hole was, you know, for the for the pin that goes to the pack of leaf springs. Wow, really? Okay, so just treat me like I'm not very smart with this. Like this is—I mean, what is this material? It's—it's uh, it's a spring in the rear I mean, end of is, the truck. You got those metal, like just the. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sounding really intelligent over here. Yeah. But, you're having car troubles. It's I, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Why I just need help. <laughs> I am actually notorious for having terrible knives because I, I like they're not sharp, they don't work well, but then I don't know which ones to buy. And so I'll have friends who ever be like, Man, your knives are the worst. So I need to just invest in your knives and then I can chop things better. 
One for personal yeah. experience, he's made me an entire set of kitchen knives, which any one of them could be the last knife you ever need. Yeah. And they really only need sharpened about every six months. Okay. Which is great. And Tom does offer, if you're local, that you can come here and, and he'll oh. help you sharpen them. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually a good idea because, you know, once they're, I mean, like, if you can handle that, keep them sharp, and then them to come back to you and do that, that's really smart. Yeah, so how do, how do you get into, like, knife? You just watch the YouTube video and, like, <laughs> I think I can do that. I'm inspired. No, I, uh, I, I've been using knives, I mean, my whole life. You know, I think I got my first pocket knife about five years old, and it's been uh, whittling and cutting. And then, you know, in the trades, you use a lot of knives. Uh, in, in hunting, you use a lot of knives. So I... You know, my, my desire for a nicer and nicer knife kind of continued through the years. Um, so that's where a lot of my design ideas came from. And then we, we homeschooled the boys, and it was it was just a, a lesson a couple of years ago. They, they were watching some YouTube videos and got interested. So we first built a coal forge out here in the yard and, and made cool. them a couple of knives that they're still using today. Um, and of course, what it did for me was just underscore my ignorance of metallurgy and things like that. <laughs> so I, I spent a year doing research and, and learning, and then I ended up building a propane forge, and uh, cool. things just sort of took off from there. So, do you care? You people can come here to get them, but then you're going to show. So, tell us about how people can acquire, you know, the things that you guys are making. So our first show of the season is actually happening this Saturday. Probably it will have happened already by the time the podcast comes out. <laughs> sure. But that's uh, September 11th is a brand new Renaissance Fair in Greer. I oh. don't know if you all know, but there was yes. a Renaissance Fair here for decades, but it was uh, the Unitarian Church used to put it yes. on. Yes. Oh, yeah, and they on State Park Road up there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, before that, it was actually in the North Main neighborhood, their old church. Mm. Uh, but they don't do that anymore. And so there are a couple of ladies. One is uh, the lady that uh, runs the Spinning Jenny. In Greer, yeah, it's yeah. a music venue. Yes. And then she's teamed up with a teacher who, on her off hours, teaches Beowulf, like mm -hmm. through sword fighting and leather crafts. So the two of them have gotten together and they're doing a Renaissance Fair in Greer. The very next weekend, um, which is September 18th, it starts the TR Browse and Stroll yes. series, which I think this is season two or maybe even yes. three. Yes. Yeah. And it's, I think it's the second one and it's a great event. Yeah. So yeah, have so you made a sword? Not yet. Oh, Not yet. it sounds like you need to like get out there and make a sword real quick. Sure. <laughs> it's a big like William Wallace like ten foot broadsword. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah that'd be yeah. awesome. And then people can order online too. They could order and ship or no? Can That's you? right. I have okay. a website. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> the website is Woodsman Outdoors. Okay. Uh, Woodsman with two ends on man. Okay. It's man, two ends, and we'll link all those whenever we yeah, you know, cool. get to that point. Yeah, um, and so I see. Also, we have on the table all kinds of gorgeous things around us. Do so you have leather belts too? And so, what other leather products are you guys making? Um, right now, the belts, the wallets, and uh, and the leather koozies. Those oh, are, fun! Those have been doing real well for me. So that's uh, you know that's your standard foam koozie inside a leather wrap. So oh, that's can, cool. Makes I you am feel kind manly of, when I hold this. It does. Yeah. yeah. Also, every time you take a drink, it smells like yeah. you know, cured leather. Which yes. I'm going to be broke by the time Fancy. I get out of here. Oh, I know. Me too. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just have a little, little hook oh, on the yeah. bottom. I'm actually a I sucker like for that. leather. It just, I, it's durable. It feels like it has, I don't know, so many things we buy and are so throwawayable, you know? Sure. And I love that, that leather feels like you want to keep it and pass it down. And, like, it just has a different weight and merit to it, I feel like. Everything I, I make, I try to make lifetime i'm hard on stuff so a lot of the things i started making were things i just couldn't buy on the internet mm -hmm. you know, some of the early hunting products i've got some dog tracking stuff that 
it, it just wasn't available, so I had to come up with it myself. And people, you know, the guys that own my knives and use them all, they said, man, you know, you, you can't wear this out. You can't break this. How are you going to sell somebody more than one knife? I said, well, I make different shapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like any of that, though, you get like, you, like you want more, even though you know that you're going to be using it, you just, you want another one. I mean, I think that you'll always find people who will come back. The neat thing with Forged is, you know, everyone is sort of an art piece. Everyone's unique. Yeah. Um, you know, the downside is I can never quite make two of the exact same thing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I love that, though. I love having something that's not quite the same as anyone else. I think that's really special. What, um, what else did you do before this? Like, what, you know, were you doing that? Like, okay, now I'm just passionate about this. You know, honestly, I, I've been a trim carpenter most of my life. Uh, I got a builder's license several years ago, so I've been doing residential contracting. Okay. And, uh, you know, honestly, 2020 cured me of that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I need to figure out a way to stay at the house and uh, just get people to come see me here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this idea has been kind of on the back burner. I said, boy, if ever there was a time to try it, now, now is the time. Yeah. Definitely. And you guys said you're homeschooled, so do your boys get involved with the business? Yes. So we've been homeschooling from the beginning, and our oldest is 13 now. Okay. And last year, he joined us in the TR Browse and Stroll series um, selling mossariums, which are tiny terrariums. Oh, yeah. I was just about to ask you about it. And yeah. this year, he's debuting some uh, what I'm calling eternal centerpieces. So they're tall glass cylindrical vases, and he has rocks and wood and moss and different plants in there. And it's um, a really great idea for the wintertime because it's a little bit of green. You know, yes. in a season when you can't just go out and cut flowers. And can you kill them? Because I love plants and I keep yeah. killing things. I keep trying to think of a perfect way to say it, but they, it really is like your black thumb gardener's greatest yes. gift. Because these, kind of like the knives, only need to be sharpened every six months. The tiny terrariums need a drop or two of water about every six months. Ah, yeah, it's maybe like you it's could do pretty that. much its own ecosystem inside, right? In exactly. Yeah. Our oldest son has always been a bunch of a science, a uh, bit of a science nerd, and yeah. he got really obsessed with this idea of tiny ecosystems. Yeah, I and, got really um, into terrariums at one time, and it was oh, yeah? it was pretty fun, like going out and getting the stuff and like putting you know dirt and rocks and sticks and stuff and it was I mean, make a cool design it was really fun yeah yeah, yeah it's really, yeah, really satisfying I love that he gets to do that too I mean I, my favorite kind of school is always when you know practical things meet education meet your own passion like all those together and so that's really fun that he's you know gets to see that happen gets to see two parents being entrepreneurs too I think that's really good yeah. um, on so many levels yeah um, okay so family life for you guys then how do you balance like do you have a routine schedule like you're going out and you know working steadily or is it like you get to be a little more free with your your time you know yeah, i don't know if routines are really our strong suit yeah, it's not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> we're uh you know as long as you're not a you know a a sit around type as long as you just keep moving all the things get done what order they get done in that's ah, negotiable <laughs> <laughs> are, any of your, are either your boys routine like I think it's always funny when parents have one way and the kids like oh no I like this interesting actually our oldest is very much a um, he, he, he takes care of himself really well I'll never forget he was probably about five years old and we were having dinner and there was some sort of vegetable on the table and he said well is this good for me? And I said, yep. And he said, well, then I guess I'll eat it. And I looked at each other and said, where did this child come from? Whose kid is he? But routine, not necessarily, but he does very much enjoy being here. This is the one that's into the gardening. So he has, you'll see later in his room, he has tons of terrariums. One has a tree frog living in it. One has a turtle. So he so really cool. has, you know, this whole world he's taking care of here. Uh, plus we have a couple of acres here in TR with a creek in the backyard. Yeah. So he, 
spends a lot of time there as well. Oh, there's such good education right there. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, we were talking before the podcast, you know, we were both trained teachers and yes. in homeschool, right? And part of what I disliked about the schooling system was the amount of wasted time. Oh, you know, yes. we actually helped our neighbor kid with his online schooling in the beginning. She worked, the mom, and so I was taking care of the kid in the beginning of pandemonium. You know, yeah. I sent the kids home from school, and he looked at me one day, and he said, how come when we go to school, it's all day long, and then when I do school at home, it only takes two hours? And I said, hmm, interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, what is that? <laughs> it's so true that there's, I mean, and I understand, you know, not everyone home school, not everyone needs sure. to, that's fine. Sure. But there is... Uh, there's a lot of wasted time. I mean, that's just how it has to be. So right. I love I love the freedom of that with homeschool too. That opportunity. Now, are you guys both um, from TR? So I grew up in Greenville, okay, uh, downtown area, and I left. I graduated Greenville High School in 1993, and I left, and I was never coming back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, during my travels, I met Tom, and Tom's really from all over the place. His dad was an engineer, and so he grew up all over. Where did you guys meet? We met in Florida. Okay. We okay. met the old-fashioned way. In, in, in a, a bar. bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, what's the... <laughs> uh, the old-fashioned way. I mean, honestly, people, I feel like now our kids are going to say stuff like the old-fashioned way is online. I don't know what, you know, next will be, but I feel like that's how every yeah, I think so. we just missed all of that. I mean, we were yes. married before Tinder was a thing. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, 93, you graduated from high school. I graduated um, a little bit before that. I mean, I went to college with no Microsoft like it didn't exist we didn't have email in college Uh, you know I was just I was like that was happening as I graduated college Mm. so it was like a whole different my kids can't believe that like so how'd you write a paper (laughs) I I guess with a a pen pen you know like we had a computer lab and we would go Uh but yeah it's so different I remember asking my parents if they could buy me a computer for freshman or sophomore year and they were like computer yeah what What is this thing and they were like eight thousand dollars or something you know (laughs) I remember actually being in high school and VCRs came out this makes me sound really old but um, I know I'm a little older than you. Um, no, but I I'm fully remember VCR. Yes, but they came out. And my parents were like, "We're not buying one." So my older brother's like, "Well, I'm going to buy one." He saved eight hundred dollars wow. to buy a VCR, bought it, and then of course brought it home. And was like, "You guys can't watch anything. It's mine." Uh-huh. And like and he owned the, the family. We our first. Our, I actually remember what our first movie was that we watched was Teen Wolf. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's how old I am. I remember when they had the. The VCRs in a briefcase, and you could rent them at the store. They'd rent you tapes, and yes. they'd rent you a, a oh, VCR. Yeah. And you, you could rent yeah. VCR, or you could rent Betamax. Right. They, they had oh, both I don't even remember there. that. Yeah. That was probably yeah. a huge machine. It was Betamax. Big. The Betamax yeah. uh, came out on top. It, yeah. It popped out yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, my high school graduation gift was a video camera, and it was a big VHS. Like, it would pop out the side. You put the VHS tape nice. in, and you'd record it. And I had, I mean, it's like a big shoulder thing I'd wear around. Like to, a news camera. To make home videos, <laughs> like a nothing. I mean, just garbage videos I ever made, but that's really funny. So, what brought you back to TR, then? Well, we were, I guess both our boys were born on Maui. Uh, we were, Maui, we were Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Favorite place in Hawaii. I'm a little jealous you've all been. Love Maui. <sighs> we just, uh, shoot, we were snowed in in the, in the mountains that winter and, and just got a wild hair in the spring, bought some one-way plane tickets to Maui and said, ah, we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> Four years later, we said, heavens, we got two kids and this island's starting to feel a little small. We've hiked all the trails and <laughs> hung out on all the beaches and yeah, it's, it was just time to go home. Yeah. There's, uh, there's so many neat opportunities you can drive to here in the States. And, mm. uh, and of course, taking a vacation from Maui costs as much as a, a vacation to Maui. So I it bet. Was, uh, it was just time to go. Yeah, and you landed here in TR. 
Yeah. It is, and I think TR, one thing that we are fortunate with is the proximity to all the other things. Like, it's great in TR, and also, like you said, you can just get to so many great places just in a day, yeah. you know, and that's really nice. TR was our compromise. So I mean, when we first came to town, I was sort of, I had grown up kind of downtown, and that was my vibe, and he was yeah. like, let's move out to, you know, Mountain Rest, and I was Sunset, like, well, let's go somewhere in between, so TR is our compromise, we're just north of, you know, the city of TR, so right. we're right. just really into the foothills. I still, nice. I still, when I say town, I mean TR. If I have to go to town, yes. that's, that's traveler's rest. <laughs> I, I grew up in the country in Virginia, actually, and we called, I mean, I don't hear people calling that anymore, so I like hearing town, because we'd always be like, are you going to town? Right. Like, we didn't say the name of the town. We said, who's going to town? Oh, if you're going to town, get this. That's and, right. Like, I still think of town in my head, even though I live in town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> live in the town. Yeah, it's funny what you think of. Um, so what are some um, goals you guys have for Hill Folks? Like, what are some ideas that you have? What Are you like, you love where you are, or sort of like, oh, the next thing, we'll just see? Well, we've always, since we met, I think our goal has been to have a life where we get to stay home and putter. That's mm. been our ambition. <laughs> you know, when I was very young, a beachcomber, I thought that was an actual job. Yeah. <laughs> and when I asked somebody, how do you apply? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so to be able to spend time at home to, uh, you know, set our own schedule and then to make enough money to pay the bills, obviously, yes, sure. is the goal. So we, you know, we've only been at this Hill Folks thing less than a year. Okay. And it's looking good. We have about two shows a month for this fall season, so fingers crossed. And that's a good amount because it's not like, you know, taking over your life. But, right. yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's sort of, I don't know, that's my goal too. How can I just live at my house and do the things I like to do for pleasure? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe, I don't know, do you feel like that's not ambitious enough? What do you think? I'm trying to grow and grow and grow. <laughs> that's my, my ambition for my business, but, you know. Right. And I think we tried that on. At one point, Tom had, you know, he ran his own carpentry business for years and, you know, got all the licenses and was running subs and doing all the things and spending time on the phone and thought, yeah, I really don't want to do this. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to grow the business or be a franchise. Overwhelming sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to like, I want to be as big as I could possibly be, but that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Different strokes. For sure. I like both. I mean, I can see the appeal of both, but I do like, and I think one thing like sort of pandemic life taught was like, I actually like being home. Like I like my house. I like, you know, being around doing things, which most of my jobs have often been where I could do them from wherever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we noticed actually, I mean, our life didn't change during the pandemic one bit. (laughs) Yes. It was just the same as it had always been, but then other people in our life that maybe had frowned a little bit on the homeschooling or the working for yourself. Yes. Went, oh, you guys are really smart. So we actually got a lot more approval during yes. the pandemic. It is funny how homeschooling had. sort of shifted of like, oh, a little more, either even if it's just simply like a little more respect or a little more like, oh, I've tried that for a year and like, you know, sure. some openness to it, I, I think. I could do it. Pull my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I want to pull my hair out too. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, we always um, love to have these questions. They're t- totally random, and um, we don't know what they're going to be either, and they're usually pretty silly. So, <clears throat> would you rather your voice sound like Elmo or Kermit the Frog? Hmm. Oh, I got a soft spot for Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Elmo even sound like? Can you do it? Can anyone do it? Take me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Kermit. <laughs> yeah, Elmo's is higher. I think I might pick Kermit too. I'm gonna go Elmo. My son loves Elmo. Mm. That's like his favorite word to say. He goes Elmo, Elmo. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you'd be a fan. Well, of your we son. watch a lot of Sesame Street. 
You know, it's funny. I somehow missed that as a kid, and I missed it for my kids. I don't know. I missed Sesame Street. I don't know. No, we I... never watched it till, oh. you know, my youngest son, and like yeah. it's on HBO, so mm. we have that now, and it's you know it's. Yeah, you did that HBO free with AT and T. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way we got it. Yeah, he, yeah. That, well, they all like it now. I mean, really, but he I don't know how loves I missed it. Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah, I don't even remember. We didn't have a TV for a while growing up. Like we weren't like like prairie people or whatever but my dad like the tv died and my dad's like mm, not getting another one and i don't know so we missed like a whole wealth of tea which was fine we all grew up fine but right yeah, yeah. We, we didn't have any tv growing up either yeah i was, I was in my mid-20s when i saw simpsons for the first time are you kidding <laughs> so like a whole cultural world you don't know. it's kind of fascinating yeah, I, though i had two roommates and and I think everything I know about pop culture I learned from those two roommates rather than actually from yeah. pop culture. <laughs> and you're fine. You turned out just fine, well, you know? You know, more or less. <laughs> it is funny the things that we like just think are normal and then if but whatever you grew up with, it's your normal. That's so right. yeah. And I don't think we're missing much. I wish sometimes wish I could throw every screen in my house out the window. So uh, yes. Anyway. All right, what's left on your bucket list? Well you guys have been to Hawaii, so uh, what's left? That's a good question. Yeah. I like to fight a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's which a, knife would you use if you're going to? <laughs> uh, it's over, big, there. That big one yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> fight a bear, yeah. That's that's my end of life plan, you know. When yeah. the doctor gives you that long face and they start yeah, talking about the options, I'm like, nah man, I got an option in mind, don't you worry about it. Well, I hear <laughs> like I've seen it I've heard people lately say there's a bear around Paris Mountain State Park. There's been a lot of spotting and then somewhere in T R we have one in our backyard. Yeah, there's a, yeah, well one that comes up around my parents' house too. They live like literally at the state park is their backyard. Yes, yeah, I live near your parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah so crazy. Um there's one in the backyard here, that's funny. So yeah. then I guess you might need to be careful. He might be out there fighting a bear soon. Just to try nah. it out. No, I'm, I'm still in pretty good. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best time to fight him, though. <laughs> Tom's, what he's not saying is he's a very skilled hunter, and he actually does hunt bear in North and South Carolina. And oh, really? Occasionally other states as well, and so he has been around a lot of bears. But, I mean, when he says wrestle a bear, he means, like... Wrestle it with your body. Yeah, like the end of uh, Legends of the Fall. <laughs> yes, yes, gotcha, gotcha. So, have you ever been eaten bear? Absolutely. Is it good? One of our yeah. favorite meats. Really? Bear meat's really good. You've had to, I've never had bear meat. I've had buffalo. That's yeah. not bear, of course, but... That's basically cow. I know. Yeah, okay. I to guess. me, bear meat, if it's you know killed properly and cleaned properly, it tastes like what you want beef to taste like. It's just oh. more nutritious. It's a little denser. You can't eat as much of it. High-grade, lean beef. Yeah. So do you, when you've, when you've killed a bear, do you keep the, um, I don't know, the... Rug. It wouldn't be a rug. You turn it into a rug. <laughs> wow, guys, we need to go back. And I'm gonna sound super it intelligent. No, yeah, <laughs> Tom's tanned several hides. Thank himself. you. Tanned hides. Yeah. Um, I would like to see that. Actually, that's really cool. Have you ever seen a bear shaved? Huh? No. It's like the scariest thing I've ever seen. Where in my would life. you see that? I don't know. I saw a picture of it, Is it somewhere. Like a cat shaved. Kinda, but yeah. like bigger and scarier. <laughs> what? What they you even just need do to like Google it? Like shaved bear. Maybe it had mange. Surgery. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know if I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, like those good. hairless cats. I don't yeah, care yeah. for them. Yeah, it yeah. weirds me yeah. out. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Can imagine seeing that in the wild. No. Oof. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't probably. <laughs> What's left on your bucket list? What do you think? Well, something that actually got infinitely more complicated because of the pandemic is, you know, I would love to take my family and the kids to Asia at some point. Mm. I spent years living in Asia before I 
met Tom. Okay. And uh, I would love to take them just on a food eating tour of yes. Hong Kong, for example. Yeah. So what did you do over there? Um, I taught school in Taiwan for a couple of years, okay. and I actually was in charge of training teachers for a company in Taiwan. That's really cool. You guys have just, I mean, we could talk for hours, so many fascinating things. We've been a lot of places, yeah. and I mean, I laugh because I grew up in Greenville and never thought I'd end up in Traveler's Rest, but I mean, what an appropriate name um, for people that have been a lot of places. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> Um, actually that's on, so my daughter who just graduated from high school is on her list to go to Seoul oh, and um, we, it was going to be the graduation gift, but of course, well, we we're going to either do England or, um, but anyway, it, they, everything got canceled. So we haven't been able to do it, but it's still, it's still a bucket list. Like it's definitely a plan yeah. to go. I'll tell and, you in a pinch, what I do is I take the kids to Atlanta Okay. and, uh, Norcross, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta has every kind of Asian food imaginable. They got Korean food, wow. Cambodian food, Chinese, Japanese Okay, really well, I'm going to write that down. Food. That's oh, yeah. really cool. It's sort of like traveling without going anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's so good to know. Norcross, I'm going to definitely write that down. Because we, for the first time, um, we were traveling this this summer through Nashville, and we stopped at a, um, you know, Korean restaurant. I think we have some of these in Greenville, but where you're cooking everything, kind oh, of. Yeah. And um, it did make me laugh a little bit because, you know, it's expensive, and I am cooking my food, oh, yeah. um, which is kind of funny. <laughs> right. Um, but it was really fun and a cool experience. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So I, does Greenville have any... Um, there like is um, Red Robin near the Red Robin on Woodruff Road. There's a Korean restaurant. I haven't actually been there, but I've heard okay. about it. Um, and there used a, to be a K Town like a or something. Place does that count? Uh, you, like, you uh, get similar. your own food, but they kind right. of cook it on oh, the big. There, there used to be one of those yeah. on yeah. Woodruff. I don't think it's there anymore. That was a delicious restaurant, though. Um, I don't think it's there anymore. Last last question. What's the? This is funny. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Feels like we're. The weirdest thing in someone else's home. This this probably doesn't really count. Oh, I forgot to ask your bucket list. Um, the this doesn't exactly count, but one time we took a homeschool class, like a cooking class. My kids did, and for me, it was hilariously weird. Her home was like spotless. Like like I actually embarrassed myself and asked, like, did you just move in? Um, or like, is this a model home? Like her it, her kitchen had nothing. Like the counters had nothing. And I know some people like to live that way, but I like the stuff of life. Um, and so, I, so to me, it was actually unusual to see a house that had like nothing, nothing on the walls, mm, nothing like, like no sign staged. of life. Yeah, it definitely felt safe. She's like, no, we've lived here ten years. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah. But I don't know. What about you guys? A weird thing. I'm trying to think. I mean, I see a snake skin over there. So. <laughs> that don't feel that weird. <laughs> house, yeah. I have boys that like, we have snake skins. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I had an aunt and uncle who were eccentric. They're, uh, my mom's side of the family is from Massachusetts. And uh, we had uh, an aunt and uncle who had lots of um, extreme pets. So mm. they had a kangaroo as a pet. Oh, so wow. I, I'll give you, it was in that... the yard, not the house. but. Wow, kangaroo. Was he kind? Like, I feel like they're kind of mean, he right? All, he was all right. I mean, yeah. I guess as long as they kept him fed, it. he was okay. You can, you can fight him. Do you want to fight a kangaroo, too? I think I'd be more scared to fight a kangaroo than a bear. Maybe. That might no, be have true. you seen kangaroos fight? Yes, Probably. I have seen they kangaroos fight. really hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> knock you out. It's true. What about you? What do you think? I was working in a guy's house one time, and he, uh, he fancied himself a... A magician or a, or a wizard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Already, or, this is the beginning of a good story. <laughs> I, I don't know the right word for it, but there were, you know, what you'd expect. The accoutrements of such a trade, crystal balls and magic wands. And, and on a shelf was, was a human skull. And I looked at oh. that skull for a long time thinking, that has got to be a reproduction. But 
boy, I've seen a lot of sky. It looked pretty good, and I just I wasn't sure how I felt about Did you being ask over him? there. <laughs> no, honestly, I never met the guy. Oh man, that is so, <laughs> interesting. I got an address and and a, and a door code, and I went and I did what I needed to do. And you don't look around much when you're in somebody's house, but right. you, walk, you walk by something like that, you go, "Oh, hold on now." <laughs> <laughs> that is really curious. Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, yeah. yeah, if there's anything else you guys want to, you know, um, particularly share with our readers that you want, you know, us to know, our listeners. Um, right. Well, you know. look for us in TR. We've got um, a show in TR every month, yeah. September, October, November, December. And about mid-November, we're also going to be together at a show called Artisanville over at the TV Convention Center. Okay, cool. Um, it's its third year of the show, maybe. Well, I'll see you guys at the Renaissance Fair because my daughter actually, the um, I didn't realize that Amy Bright was helping to run it, but oh, she yeah. was taking classes with her a lot oh, okay, in the Georgia right. Fan. Yeah, she's done, we've done the Beowulf camps and oh, we've done okay. that. Cool. They're really great. Yeah. yeah, so we were going this weekend, so we'll see you there. That's great. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll have a social. Anybody can you know, follow y'all along on there if they need to. We have Instagram, Facebook, uh, website, so Hill Folks, Hill Folks Designs. Yeah, and I spell that for us. I know it's just kind of weird. It's Hill, Hill, Hill <laughs> Folks is H I L L F O L X. X, yes. yes. Underscore yeah. designs. All right, Lacey, where can we find you at? Travelers Rest here. All right, and I'm at Tim's Mobile Detailing on all the platforms. Guys, this was a blast. Yeah. Um, well, yeah definitely thanks for coming. Now come I look at some more right knives. Now. Yeah, I can do <laughs> some shopping. So, all right, thanks. All right. Tim's Mobile Detailing makes having a clean vehicle easy and convenient. We come to your home or office. We specialize in anything from maintenance detailing to ceramic coatings. Please follow us on all the social medias at Tim's Mobile Detailing. Thanks. Have a great day. We'd love for you to follow along at Travelers Rest Here. We share the stories of the people and the places of TR, a town that is just as charming as its name. Find us online at TravelersRestHere.com, on Facebook at Travelers Rest Here, and on Instagram at Travelers Rest Here. Subscribe online to our weekly newsletter for events and stories in TR. See you online!